Paragraphs later, George W. Bush writes, Many doubt the justice of our own country. And with good reason. What do you mean with good reason? They were brought to justice. The cop was charged with second-degree murder, for God's sakes. The other three cops who were on the scene also got charged. Is that not justice? You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We will preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth. Or we will sentence them to take the first step into a thousand years of darkness. If we fail, at least let our children and our children's children say of us, we justified our brief moment here. We did all that could be done. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode one of Veely TV. I'm so, so excited for this new project. I'm really, really happy that you're tuning in with me here today. Whether it's on YouTube or the audio-only version on uh, Spotify and SoundCloud. Again, thank you so, so much for, for tuning in. I want to start right off the bat by making something abundantly clear. These riots that are going on in large cities across the country, what it really comes down to is it's pure anarchy. That's really the only word I can think of that accurately describes what's going on. I mean, you have these businesses going up in flames. People's lives being completely destroyed. Chaos in the streets. Cars being flipped over. Garbage bins being set on fire. It's just absolute anarchy. Complete and utter chaos. And I feel bad for the police that are out there. Trying to maintain some sense of order. In many cases, being forced to retreat. Um, for safety concerns. I, I, my, my heart goes out to these people. I couldn't imagine being in law enforcement trying to respond to this sort of situation. It's absolute anarchy. And in my opinion, yes, the, the United States military needs to go in and deal with this situation. It's become out of hand. It's becoming, uh, it's actually become uncontrollable to a certain extent. Um, it needs to be dealt with by the United States military. The cops need help, without a doubt, no question. You look at people like David Dorn. David Dorn was a 77-year-old retired police captain in St. Louis. This guy, earlier this week at about 2.30 a.m., was shot dead as he stood in front of a local store trying to defend it. Shot dead, left in the streets. At 77 years old, and by the way, this was an African-American guy. For all those out there chanting, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, did David Dorn's life matter? All these black business owners that are having their lives completely destroyed, do their lives matter in communities like Minneapolis and Los Angeles and so on and so forth? Do, Do these black lives matter? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that's what it is. I I wanted to start off the show by defining it accurately. It's complete and utter anarchy. And anyone who disagrees, anyone who tries to make light of this situation, anyone who tries to water it down, I'm sorry, but you're just plain wrong. You're just plain wrong. This is a bad situation, and it needs to be dealt with. Needs to be stamped out. Now, the reason I, I wanted to start off the show by defining what's going on as anarchy, as complete chaos, is this. When I say these things, 
when I call out the rioters and these people running through the streets setting things on fire, when I call these people out, for some reason, I almost feel like I'm in the minority. Because I look at how these politicians are responding, I look at how a lot of these media types are responding to what's going on, and a lot of them, quite frankly, are watering it down. Trying to, you know, paint this as, you know, these are just protests going on, these people are just angry, we gotta understand where they're coming from, and so on and so forth. That's what we're getting from a lot of these people. Again, people, liberals in the media, liberals in uh, Washington, D.C., Hollywood types, and so on and so forth. And it just, it, 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 it infuriates me. Because again, my heart goes out to the cops. My heart goes out to these business owners. Who are seeing their lives destroyed. And we have people out there watering this down. Calling it something other than what it is, anarchy chaos. Oh, they're just protesting. We gotta understand where they're coming from. No, we don't. We don't at all. Let me give you a few examples of exactly what I'm talking about. George W. Bush was out there responding to uh, these protests. These protests. Boy, that paints a happy face on it, right? Oh, they're just protesting. Is that really what's going on? Is that really what's happening? Now, George W. Bush, mind you, isn't exactly a conservative. This guy is wishy-washy at best. He often veers to the left on many issues, on many social issues, and so on and so forth. And here he is again coming out with a statement that I completely and utterly disagree with. I want to read it to you. This was reported by Breitbart.com. George W. Bush, in a statement, wrote, quote, It remains a shocking failure that many African Americans, especially young African American men, are harassed and threatened in their own country. So notice he starts off this statement not by standing with the police, not by condemning these looters and rioters, but by saying, you know, this is a total failure of the American justice system. These people feel harassed and threatened in their own country. Paragraphs later, George W. Bush writes, Many doubt the justice of our own country, and with good reason. What do you mean with good reason? They were brought to justice. The cop was charged with second-degree murder, for God's sakes. The other three cops who were on the scene also got charged. Is that not justice? I keep hearing this, the failure of the American justice system. Justice is taking place. Black people see the repeated violation of their rights without an urgent and adequate response from American institutions. President Trump was on top of this case immediately, folks. He jumped on this case immediately. So don't tell me that, you know, the American, uh, American institutions are slow off the mark to respond to this sort of stuff. No, they're not. He concluded... We serve our neighborhoods best when we try to understand their experience. We love our neighbors as ourselves when we treat them as equals in both protection and compassion. There is a better way, the way of empathy and shared commitment and bold action and peace rooted in justice. I am confident that together, Americans will choose the better way. Absolutely nothing about the looters, absolutely nothing about the fires taking place, the cities burning down, nothing about that. Thank you, George W. Bush. CNN's uh, Chris Cuomo. We have a video to play. Uh, this guy was out there actually literally defending 
the uh, violent protests going on. It's unbelievable. This, when I first heard this clip, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Even from a far-left zealot like Chris Cuomo. This surprised me. Watch this. Now, too many see the protests as the problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets. Persistent and poisonous inequities and injustice. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Show me where protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful? Are you kidding me? It's called the law, for God's sakes! The law says you cannot go into a business and break things and steal things and set things on fire. That's the law, you dolt! That's the law! What do you mean, where does it say that they're supposed to be peaceful? This is the attitude of the media, folks. And there are several, several examples of this. Far too many for me to cover in one show. But I'm going to get to a few more. MSNBC's Al Ali Velshi. Listen to how this idiot covered what was going on a few days ago in Minneapolis. Notice when he talks how he's trying to kind of make excuses for the rioters. He's trying to understand them, you know. He's trying to say, well, it's not that bad. Take note of, of his tone. Watch. There are at least four fires that I can see, and that's just in this uh, small radius that Morgan and I are in. Uh, obviously, some of them are very active. This one is now, as you can see, very obviously spread to the uh, the buildings on either side of it, the liquor store and the shop to the left. But there is no ability, and I just think we have to we have to remember this. The National Guard has been activated. Uh, they are not here. The police are not here. The police have been evacuated. The fire engines can't get in here. There is no ability to bring anybody in here to solve this problem. So. I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it, is not, uh, it is not, generally speaking, unruly. Let me stop. This is mostly a protest, not a riot, not chaos, not anarchy. This is mostly a protest. And it's generally uh, speaking, not unruly, he says, as he's standing in front of a burning building, for God's sakes. Are you kidding me? Keep watching. But fires have been started, and, and there's a crowd that is relishing that. There is a deep sense of grievance and complaint here. And that is the thing, that when you discount people who are doing things to public property that, that they shouldn't be doing, it does have to be understood that this city has got, uh, for the last several years, an issue with police. Uh, and it's got a real sense of the deep sense of grievance of, grievance of inequality. So in other words, we should all feel bad for these people rioting, right? We should all feel bad for these people going into a Walmart, breaking through the window and stealing an Xbox. We should all feel bad for them. See what I mean by his tone? And that was all intentional, by the way. I'm telling you right now, that's intentional. That's 100% intentional. Their priorities uh, over there on the left are all screwed up. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm very passionate, as you can see, folks. I don't hold anything back when I'm doing commentary. I tell it how it is. I get loud. I'm not afraid to do it. I never have been. That's just the way I am. When I'm passionate about something, I get a little loud. When I'm trying to, to, to defend the country, I get a little loud. Let me play one more example, uh, one more video clip. Don Lemon talking with uh, Chris Cuomo. Uh, I believe it was Cuomo. Um, comparing the, the fear of looters to 
the fear that African Americans had of lynching uh, earlier in the 20th century. Why would you even make such a comparison? Watch this. Pain and, and fear. I, uh, listen, I know people who are afraid. They're, they see the people out on the streets. They're not afraid of the legitimate protesters, but they're afraid of the looters, even coming into their own homes, coming to, into their businesses. And there are many people who, who, who lived during the civil rights movement who faced the very same fear. I had Bernie's King on the other night. Same fear when mobs would show up at her house, when they would burn crosses on her lawn, when their property would be damaged. Now, let me stop. Why would you even bring this up? For what purpose would you even bring this up? Other than to stir the pot, increase the divide. Why would you bring this up? Comparing it to the fear that black people, African Americans felt when lynchings were taking place in this country? It seems to me like he's almost trying to justify it. I, I mean, it, may, it could just be me, but that's the way, that's what I took away from this. Well, you know, white people are scared now for their businesses, but several decades ago, black people were scared too. Keep watching. When they would, when, when black families would be in fear of being dragged out of their homes in the middle of the night. None of it is right. But what I'm saying is that we are gripped in fear right now, and we don't know what to do on many, many different levels. And it's time for some understanding. No one wants to go back to the 1960s, and we don't want to progress forward. We don't want to move forward. Who's talking about go back to the 1960s? Where does that even come from? This guy, Don Lemon, I swear to God, he's a, he's a nutcase. This is one of the hosts that they have over there on CNN who really... Shouldn't be a host at all. I don't even know how he got this job. Is it just the fact that he's a liberal? Actually, probably. That's really the only qualification for CNN. Hey, I'm a liberal. Hey, you're hired. Without gaining some understanding of where we are in the moment and how we're going to change things. And that comes with everyone letting their guard down, having some empathy for the person that you don't really know about, and listening. Now, does that include empathy for the cops? I'm just wondering. And if so, why won't you say that? Why won't you say that? And not just having, we, we always say, I, I'm, I'm sick of people saying, Chris, we do it all the time. Let's have a conversation. Well, where do you go after that conversation? Mm. And has got to be you, some action, right? It's got to be some action. I tell you what you don't do. I tell you what you don't do. If, if conversation you feel isn't working, what you don't do is you don't go out into the streets, flip over cars, attack cops, burn down businesses. You don't do that. And it's a damn shame. That these people like Don Lemon and George W. Bush, quite frankly, and this Ali Velshi and all these other leftists out there in the media and Hollywood and so on and so forth are failing to adequately condemn what's going on in our country. Cities are burning down. And listen to how they talk. Listen to how they talk. Whose side are they on? I'll be right back. See, ladies and gentlemen, the problem according to the left, the problem according to the left is that the police force, they're systemically racist. The police force, the American government system, we have systemic racism. It's embedded in our DNA. This is the problem according to the left. Not saying it's true. As a matter of fact, I think that claim is ridiculous, but that's, that's what they say the problem is. And that's why we see them in many cases trying to water down what's going on in places like L.A., Minneapolis, and so on and so forth. They believe 
that the, the, the system, the American system, the police force is out to get African Americans, African Americans in this country. And they push this narrative. They push this narrative. And then once they have the problem established, what do they say is the solution? Well, just vote Democrat. Just vote Democrat. Barack Obama was out there a few days ago. I swear, this guy, I, I think this guy still thinks he's president. I really do. He's out there, you know, saying what we need to do as a country, what direction we need to go on, go in and so on and so forth. He still thinks he's president. Barack Obama was out there talking about this, saying, look, we got to get out and vote. Get out and vote. Make the change. Make people in power uncomfortable, I think was his uh, exact quote. But so I, I just wanted to make that clear because that that's how the Democrats are thinking. The problem, according to them, systemic racism. The solution, according to them, is vote Democrat. Nancy Pelosi came out the other day and uh, is now asking, by the way, Nancy Pelosi joined the protesters, I think yesterday or the day before on Capitol Hill. Uh, and she was wearing a face mask, but when she was joining these protesters, she wasn't practicing social distancing. So what's going on there, Nancy Pelosi? Don't you follow the old, the, the, the rules that you've been talking about for, for weeks now? No social distancing suddenly, but you want all of us to social distance? Just saying. Nancy Pelosi's out there right now asking the Black Caucus to come up with police reforms following protests. Police reforms. Gotta get the police. We gotta change the police. House Speaker, this is uh, from NPR.org, by the way, which is really a liberal rag. I normally wouldn't read from a site like this, but here we are. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has asked the Congressional Black Caucus to lead the process of drafting a legislative response to the protests that have swept the country following the death of George Floyd. House Democrats are sorting through dozens of proposals to address po uh, policing issues, including excessive use of force and racial profiling. It is time. It is time for us to address the concerns that were being expressed by the protesters, Pelosi said at a press event at the Capitol on Tuesday. This is not a single incident, she said. We know this is a pattern of behavior. See, systemic racism. And we also know the history that brings us to this sad place. Stir the pot, divide the people, divide the country. Just vote for us, we'll make everything better. Democrats hope to calm the increasingly incendiary atmosphere in the country over Floyd's death by finding ways to address the underlying systemic problems, NPR writes, enraging protesters in the streets. So we got to go to the cops and say, fix yourselves. There's systemic racism. We got to we got to fix the cops. Really? We got to fix the cops. Is the police force systemically racist? Is it? I have a great piece that I want to read to conclude the show written by David Horowitz, who really is one of the great thinkers of, of the day. He, he, this guy is truly on top of his game. He wrote an article in Conservative Review uh, in a piece called There is No Systemic Racism in Policing. Listen to the facts. Open your mind. 
Putting the violent rioting aside for a moment, politicians in both parties are insinuating that the killing of George Floyd was racially motivated and reflects a broader injustice against black citizens more than anyone else, which legitimizes the rage undergirding the riots, if not the riots themselves. This assertion is simply not born out of reality. According to the Washington Post's searchable database on police uh, shootings, Nine unarmed black people were shot dead by cops in 2019. Nine. While 19, 10 more than blacks, 19 unarmed white people shared the same fate. So in in 2019, 19 unarmed whites were shot by police. Nine uh, unarmed blacks were shot by police. Systemically racist. So, uh, So even... Uh, Horowitz goes on, so even before we examine whether these shootings were justified, there were more than twice as many fatal police shootings of white people than of black people. If this is the case, folks, how could there be, how could there possibly be systemic racism in the police force? Wouldn't the number of unarmed blacks shot and killed by police be astronomically higher than the number of unarmed whites shot by police if there was systemic racism? He goes on. Now, obviously, this database only analyzes shootings, not choking incidents. But if the case of Floyd is part of a broad trend rather than an aberration, aberration, we are certainly not seeing that reflected in the shootings. One poster on Twitter has done research into the nine cases of unarmed black people being shot by police. And in each one of those nine cases, it appears that the suspect was in the process of using potentially deadly force against the cop or another civilian. So of those nine uh, unarmed uh, black individuals who were shot and killed by police in the year 2019, it was found that all of them uh, were in the process of using potentially deadly force against the cop or another civilian. Where's, Where's the systemic racism again? Am I missing something here? What's going on? According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, approximately 53 million people came into contact with the police each year, often with multiple encounters. Now, what does this, now what does this rate look like? Obviously, that doesn't excuse any maleficent, uh, uh, officers, but it also doesn't justify a broader grievance demanding that every cop kneel to the ground in order to avoid a riot. Researchers from the University of Michigan and University of Maryland reported last year, quote, We did not find evidence for anti-black or anti-Hispanic disparity in police use of force across all shootings and, if anything, found anti-white disparities when controlling for race-specific crime. Interesting. Very, very interesting, huh? Let's see, and and it goes on. He goes on to talk about how the real problem in this country is black-on-black crime. But folks, look, there there are, if you do some digging, this is just, I, I didn't even scratch the surface. If you do some digging, you really look at the facts, the studies that have been done, you will see that this narrative that the Democrats are pushing, that there's systemic racism in the police force, it will be shattered before your very eyes. Absolutely shattered. Now, let me just say, because I gotta say it, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination saying that there is no racism in the police force. As a matter of fact, 
Sadly, there probably are pockets of racism in every single institution in the country. That's a fact. What happened to George Floyd, yes, in my opinion, was probably an act of racism. We don't know it to be true for sure at this point, but it probably was. But the, the question is, how do we respond to that? Do we respond to these incidences by saying that the police as a whole need to reform themselves like Nancy Pelosi wants to happen? Is, is that what we do? Do we go after the cops and say, you guys have the change? Or do we take these incidences as they come, like the, the, the one that happened in Minneapolis, and let the American justice system work for each case individually? I say that's a much more sensical approach to this. Don't you? Anyway, folks, we're about out of time, but I want to thank you so much for watching episode one of Vili TV. Hey, I'm going to do this thing where I want to, at the end of each show, respond to questions and or comments. So if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a question or comment in the comment section, or feel free to email me. Uh, my email is jasonvealy76, J-A-Y-S-O-N-V-E-L-E-Y 76 at gmail.com. Or you can find me on TikTok and leave a comment on there. Um, and I'd love to answer your questions in upcoming episodes of Billy TV. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll be back every single Tuesday and Thursday. I'll see you next time.